And we're back for yet another Gay Power Half Hour with your host, Tony Soto and Casey Lai. That's me. Hi, Casey Lai. Tony Soto, one of my dear friends. We've taken a break, another break, and now we're back. One of these days we'll do consecutive shows. I feel like we'll start doing it in the fall. Yeah, you know, let things slow down a bit. Well, you know what? To be fair, um, you banned me from doing this via Skype because I look at myself all of the time. Yeah. And so we could have done some other episodes while I was gone, whilst gone, but you said that I'm something about too narcissistic. I wasn't listening. Well, was we're doing about it myself. now. Well, we're doing it now, aren't we? And I found the solution is to just wear sunglasses so you can't see my <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, yeah, I see you with your sunglasses now on Queen. That's good. That's good. We're rising where, above. Where are you coming from? Where do you mean, where am I coming from? Girl, I'm at home. Oh, you're broadcasting from home? I'm broadcasting from the studio. Where are you at, baby? I'm in northern, northern California, Humboldt, California. Oh. It is where I believe uh, weed was invented. Oh. Um, yep. They invented it here. Uh, God decided that this was the place that most people needed to do weed. And then <laughs> they did it for so long. Now they've all moved on to meth. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, girl. Bring some, bring some of that meth back home, queen. We uh, could clean uh, some, up. We some could, of that dank. We could get some of that dank meth. Just bring yeah. I'll bring back. Do you like indica? Do you like heady meth or body body high meth? <laughs> oh, I want to itch until I see blood. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I can figure that out. People are crazy up here, literally. So, does it seem methy then? Like, does do you see people at the grocery store and you're like, yeah. uh, you're like, uh, that person might be, yeah. Meth. I think that what well for you don't see a lot of people except like the people that you're around and then uh, uh, like like the people that you're like staying with and stuff like that and then you're like oh these are normal people I know these people and then you go out to do basically anything else and then so like there are like everything's so expensive here it's crazy there's like uh, like but it's like but it's the country like what do you mean everything's expensive there I don't know why I think because, because everyone hard... has that weed money and they're I like I think so yeah but they're all paying with EBT. Because they don't, none of their weed money is uh, taxed, and so, and they've got, you know, they're just sitting on a bunch of dirty money. Yeah, they got all this dirty money and all these meth kids, and they're just milking the government at it for all this fucking uh, uh, money. So there's like really fancy, like like natural food stores that everyone's like going in and using EBT to pay for, and they're like, but I just need my like, you know, organic. Quinoa Why don't we live milk? there? That sounds great. Because we're f f fostering. Uh, I would really love to get back on EBT. Careers. No, I want EBT. Give me, the, give me the EBT. That one ninety five a month is cute, Queen. E EBT Power Hour with your host <laughs> Tony Sutherland, uh, Casey Lai. Well, well, whatever. When are are you doing comedy up there at all? A little combination of comedy and some other stuff. But um, uh, yeah, I was doing, I went up to uh, San Francisco where I performed at Outside Lands and uh, I opened for Radiohead. <laughs> oh, Radiohead. That's a band from the 90s, right? Do you, are you, you don't like, you're not a fan of like really like the best music in the world? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I've, I've, heard, I'm sure I used to own an album or two, but just, give, give me a hit. Tell me what their hit was, girl. 
Give well, me a hit. hits are like Creep and Karma. Oh, I love serious. Creep. That's a great one. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I've heard of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but like Paranoid Android, Idiotech, Kid A, nah. uh, King of Limbs, Lotus Flower. I'd have to hear it. Exit em. music for a film. I'd have to listen, you know? Airbag. I mean, they just... What'd you they, call me? They're, one of the songs is Airbag, though it is apt for your... Shut year. up. <laughs> All right. How was it, girl? Did you did it did a like a childhood wish come true or something? Uh, my face melted. Yeah. And I when went... she says she opened for them, what does that mean? When she oh, says yeah, she I, opened I, I, for I, them, I, I did a I did a quick uh, I did a quick six minutes. <laughs> uh, did I finished with my glory hole joke, and then I said, "Now for your oral <laughs> that moving from oral to oral pleasure, everyone. <laughs> it is uh, you might know him as um, the band that." Change music not once, but twice. Please put your hands together for... Wait, what is your name again? <laughs> Radiohead! Oh, all right. Well, so tell me about it. What, what was so fucking great about it? They just have this unbelievable ability to go from... Well, it's an emotional journey is what it is. Some oh. would call it a roller coaster, but Settle I Settle in, like, everybody. You don't know. Roller coasters, you can see where the falls are coming. This and sometimes one, you, they make you sick. Sometimes they make you sick. I mean, I would imagine, you know, I, this isn't a roller coaster. This is a journey. Okay, got you. I'm on, I'm yeah, on yeah. the journey. Take me on Roller coasters make you sick. Journeys um, are full of highs and lows, ups and downs. And you come out at the end being like, damn, that was a good journey. And now I'm at a different place. And so anyway. Unless you uh, got ripped off or murdered. What they do better than anyone is, look, I don't want to get into, into, into it too much, but they take you up. They take you down. They, uh, they, they they can rock and roll out harder than any band that I know. And then, then they can do a song where you can hear a pin drop that's emotional and moving. And then they can follow it up with just like face melting electronica. It's something, it's a sight to behold. And I don't understand why gay people can't get their shit together and fucking enjoy radio. I think, <laughs> What is Maybe. this exactly? What the, did they hire you or something? What's going on? Like honestly, I would think the four out of the ten people that listen to this really care about Radiohead. Maybe not, and I do. I don't want to be like gay people in general. But Creep but is a cute a song. Shit. Creep is yeah. a cute song, and I'm, I, you know, I've, I've thought about doing drag to it, like doing it in drag. Doing that well, now. you are a creep, and um, <laughs> you were, you are, you were best known for your work in the '90s. So yeah, Creep is a perfect song. <laughs> What have you been doing? Uh, so, you know, L.A. had their uh, L- downtown L.A. had their first pride. Oh, how was that? I'm jealous. I'm, I'm really bummed. I missed you know that. what? I couldn't tell you. I didn't go. Okay. Um, uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, I worked. Actually, I was bartending the happy hour at precinct that night from uh, two till uh, nine p.m. And it was very busy. Like I worked from I worked straight on. But. Um, I gotta give a shout out to uh, my little homie Tito Soto. Uh, if you don't know Tito Soto, he is this great performance artist that uh, uh, does all the bars in LA, basically. But he got him and uh, a bunch of his good friends uh, to do this cute number, like lip sync uh, mix of like Wham and Queen, and in front of an audience that was very impressive. I guess the park was at capacity in the, the in uh in that park downtown uh, yeah pershing square oh wow cool. so it wasn't like a really big park but i guess they reached capacity uh and so we got a lot of spillover needless to say but it was just great uh to see like a bunch of queers that i know 
just lip syncing because they were all from learn the words bitch you know what i mean they were yeah, all people your who, babies yeah they all started from learn the words well not all of them but you know they all took part in learn the words bitch in some way or another and so to see them on stage uh and being super queer and just wearing all kind of sequin and fucking glitter and you know kitten heels it was it was cute well, Tony, I hope that you appreciate um, what an integral part to the queer cultural milieu you are uh, <laughs> down here in Los Angeles. In only two years, you are on great shows. Um, you're very gay. Um, you have all of these friends. You're, you're surrounded by talented people who do all of these great things. And you have somehow managed to find yourself in the center of all of yeah, this. Yeah, and, and you know and I'm what? I'm not shocked by it. And they're all excelling, and I'm still staying this same age you know what it's, i mean it's like yeah <laughs> 40 just right down the middle but well, no it's great i love it it feels like so good to see uh just people doing shit you know yeah this is why we moved to los angeles was to uh be surrounded by people who were better than our old friends <laughs> and <laughs> do you think you're doing that do you think you're no. doing that I'm surrounded. I, I actually, most of my comedy friends have moved down to Los Angeles and are uh, exceeding me in uh, success. So. Um. <laughs> That's Perhaps. what I love. That's what I love about having you as a co-host. I know you're not going anywhere, Queen. Just middle of the road, baby. <laughs> so much talent to waste. Oh, he has so much talent to waste. <laughs> I was saying that for a little while. I was like, uh, like uh, how I would like uh, to know that I failed because then people can stop saying. Uh, um, then people can start saying, oh, he's wasted his potential as opposed to being like he's full of his potential. And I could just relax. about. So it, I'm know? interested. What what would be failure like to you? What would be <clears throat> failure? Oh, just I mean, failure. And this would be calling it calling it quits. I mean, I feel like we'd always have some sort of podcast because we can't shut the fuck up. But like, uh, I mean, at some point, like, let's say in like, I don't know. Because It's interesting. Put- it's, it's interesting because I, I want to know, like, as a stand up comedian, like. Like, do you put a lifespan on the, I don't know, the goal to do it? Is this too deep? Is this too, is this too real for you right now that you're in Humboldt Park and shit? (laughs) No, I'm perfectly okay with talking about this. Um, The longevity of your career? The longevity (laughs) Or trying to get it off? The longevity longevity of getting your career off the ground? I've had a long, a lot, a lot of time to just uh, sit up here and and not really think. Um, I, I'm borrowing a line from Absolutely Fabulous, but I've been practicing mindlessness. And um, um, for you, very difficult. Very difficult, I will say. It's been actually really nice to have a couple of days of not thinking about anything because I do get so crazy all of the time about uh, what I need to do and what I haven't done. And I feel like if I'm not doing something, uh, if I'm not on stage every night, then everyone will forget who I am and blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. But as far when it comes to like, you know, and I, and I do, you know, I question all the time whether, you know, we're doing something that, that there is no guaranteed, uh, uh, success for us. And there's no real necessary endpoint Cause like what I could be on television and then no one would, you know, and then in, in two months, no one would know who I was or care about me again. I could yeah. be on television. No one could see it and no one would, you know, I mean like that. So, but, uh, no, I don't, I, I, I can't envision at this point, not doing stand up for the next 10 years if i'm 45 yeah and still nothing has fucking happened for me then then at that point i'm just hoping by that point president trump will have ruined the world 
<laughs> you should go out while you're still cute, though. That's what I'm saying. Like you, you don't, oh, yeah. you don't want to like, you don't want to waste all your good looking years on the road and uh, that tired comic drag circuit, whatever. You I, know. I, if I don't make money by the time that it's okay for me to still enjoy having like a pool party full of twinks um <laughs> and not be don't like, pull a kevin spacey queen no but i that's what i'm talking about I don't do be it, her i want to do it before while i'm still like they still want to have sex with me and not just because i'm like feeding them full of cocaine you know absolutely what I mean? absolutely yeah. yeah like so because you're so the I'm, guy with the molly you're yeah like, so i feel like i have like six more years to get the kids who i want then I've got maybe like don't say six, kids, don't say six, kids. Six years beyond that to get like to get like you know D's trade. You're and a then, creep. And then, and then after that, if it hasn't worked, I'm calling it. And then I'm going back to school. Then I'm going to u- the university again. Yeah. Oh yeah. Happens. Back back to Dartmouth, huh? Uh, <laughs> I, I couldn't even get into Dartmouth again at this point in my life. You're For just gonna real. teach, girl. Gonna go and start teaching improv. Teach people how to <laughs> teach people how to warm up. Like, uh, this is what we're dear. doing now. Oh, dear. Um, so, yeah. uh, the Olympics are dominating the television currently. I'm loving it. I, I, well, I want to know how you, I want to know, are you loving it? Because, uh, here's what I'm a little disappointed in. I, go on. Because I'm not a, I'm not a fan of the Olympics. I feel like they kind of go into these towns or these cities, these towns, these cities, yeah, and they kind of, towns. well, you know, these cities who really can't afford it and really probably right. shouldn't be doing shit there, you know, and they're kind of like a little parasite on that city for a moment that can last yeah. years and years after they're gone. You know what I mean? So it just seems kind of fucked up. Right. Uh, and with uh, Rio's situation, um, prior like it's been kind of messy but uh so i thought it would be a shit show and if it is a shit show you don't know that it's a shit show because all of the reporting and stuff like unless i'm not looking at for the right videos seem like everything's decent like there's not been a real complaint with like yeah the structure of it and whatnot well, so that I- that i kind of like all right way to hide it if you're hiding it you know what i mean brazil like good job I- I think that they're probably just like Sochi, like the Winter Olympics of like two years ago, whatever, when they like killed all the stray dogs in the streets and like yeah. like bulldozed them away. Like, you know, fucking these cities, Russia is gross, dude. Yeah. I mean, these cities know how to like keep out the, the, you know, the, the, the undesirables. The yeah. Like, the undesi- I mean, if, yeah. When San Francisco had the Super Bowl. They, you know, like Sam, the, 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 the Super Bowl park or whatever was like in like a part of San Francisco that is just like riddled with homeless people sleeping and like guaranteed they fucking gave them a couple of bucks to like move down the street a little ways when yeah. that was going on. And I think, you know, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like we were sold for the last like year about like disaster will strike. And so there is a part of me that's been watching. Not in the hopes of someone it. was like someone was like I haven't seen a mosquito since I got here and I was like that's what I was saying I was like are we really gonna like I was like people are just like expecting like a parade of Zika babies you know what well, like, well, well we're not gonna know we're not gonna know until nine months after the Olympics is when we're gonna know if we have Zika babies it's so true. Uh, so uh, wait with bated breath everybody <laughs> that is just like in like in in eighteen years like the Special Olympics are dominated <laughs> by all of these. <laughs> athletes kids who are zika zika babies oh my god I mean, <laughs> it's just 
<laughs> just a whole slew. Oh, of, my. Like, very physically talented, just with those smushy heads that they were born with. Uh, oh, dear. Uh, uh, it's possible. <laughs> it's possible. Shut and there's no, been no. <laughs> Shut up. And there's been no, Shut like. Uh, Shut up. You're the worst. <laughs> I'm just that's very funny. That's very on funny. The, that's on very the funny. Possibilities. Um, so are are you do. are you uh we we are the show that brings Zika to the forefront. We are very concerned about it. The first You're heterosexual sex sexually transmitted disease that you know can make consequences that we don't have to worry about. Well, besides herpes, but everyone's got that now. Do you know what I was? Wa- I watched the old school uh game show show uh channel on my TV called Buzzer. Uh-huh, because you have a lot of time on your hands? Uh, no, because like, I get home late at night, and so it's uh, it's like what I do. I like just sit there and binge watch while cool. I settle down. But anyway, Richard uh, Richard Dawkins, no, Richard Dawson, He's he was, yeah, the, yeah. He was the host of Family, Family Feud. Feud. Yeah. He has to be ground zero for uh, herpes. <laughs> he has to be. The Gayton Douglas. Because of, uh, that man herpes just made out with everybody like but did he have herpes who oh he's there's no way he couldn't have like there's no okay maybe not he was a big he was like a big reason it spread okay maybe he's not ground zero but (laughs) it's so funny Uh uh-huh but i thought about this i was like he gave a lot of people herpes because there's no way that he didn't get it i'm sorry but anyway i'm sorry i digress so are you how many? How many? Actual, what were we talking about? How many actual family feuds do you think were started after the show because of him kissing women on the show and husbands getting upset about it <laughs> and waking up with a fucking cold sore and being like, <laughs> "What the fuck? Where'd you get that herpes from, bitch?" <laughs> I mean, my wife. No, no, he wakes up with one. Like he wakes up with one and was like, "Girl, <laughs> you need to explain why I have herpes. We've been married That's for twenty five years." That show. Is- has had a lot of interesting talent on it. Steve Harvey does a great job as a host. I don't know if you watch it, but it's I do. my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah. But, you know, Steve Harvey's kind of a douche, you know, and, you know, with his personal, like, opinions and advice and shit. Like, it's, he's very, oh, like, misogynistic and shit. And, like, oh, all right. But, well, anywho, but, anywho, no, I mean, very, very entertaining. Host. Maybe people shouldn't be asking him for advice. He's just a game show host. Well, no, he also has a talk show, Queen. Like, he has a talk show. Uh, and whatnot. But anyway, let's get back. I wanted to ask you, are you like, are you one of these fanatics that get all really pro America whenever the Olympics happens and like USA? Cause go ahead just answer me. I did hear myself shout, um, uh, suddenly times. you're, suddenly you're a gym gymnastics enthusiast. You, I am a male gymnastics enthusiast for sure. These little boys, they're, bo- they're you men. gotta, you gotta stop saying little boys they're and kids. Men, you gotta but stop. They're little, they're little people. They're <laughs> like, they're like, when you see them on the TV, you're like, Oh, these Adonises. And then you see their height and you're like, that guy is four seven. <laughs> um, and, but they have biceps as big as a boulder and, uh, they just do all of these like flips and whirls and things and you're just like you're a cheerleader and i want to take you home um (laughs) you know my speed is the swimming bullshit i was sitting around getting uh in face for a popularity contest on monday and i had the television on and it was the swimmers and i was just like i mean every country they're just they're just all beautiful tall felt men yep yep 
Yep. And I yep. just, and then all of a sudden I woke up and realized I'd been watching for 30 minutes and hadn't touched my eyebrows. And I was like, girl, you need to turn this shit off. There's one guy from South Africa, something like Claude Dubois or something like that. I don't know if that's his real name, but he uh, was like Phelps' his main rival and I don't know, the butterfly, whatever. And he <laughs> is gorgeous. There's a lot of gorgeous. But see, we're not, on. but see, we're not watching Olympics for what it's meant to be watched for. We're not watching what? it for like, you know, sports greats. You're lo- you're watching it because uh, so it's like I don't know. I'm watching for the terrorist attack. Oh. I'm watching. <laughs> oh fuck! Watching you to, dark as hell. I'm watching just because. You what know, are like, you? What? What are you waiting for? Poor Rio. I don't want it to happen, but I don't want to miss it. Oh uh, my god, you're I'm so just gross! Kidding, but no, really, you're not. You're serious. I'll tell you what I've really been watching just because it's been on while I've been because I, I usually I don't have a TV. I wouldn't be watching, but I was in San Francisco at a friend's house watching and now and they have a tv up here um they have a tv in humble and uh, <laughs> we all gather around and i've been watching the men's volleyball indoor volleyball and the female the female so it's weird to call them females um they're not well, that's what they are um and uh the, that's been really exciting and that's been like that's like a sport i can get into where it's just like a bunch of really tall i like tall men i'm sorry i like tall 22 to 29 year old men and then the old guys who are like my age that's annoying too when they're like he's he's the oldest olympian in the history of volleyball he's 34 years old (laughs) well i have two years left to fucking match all of his achievements um you'll never get there but uh that's been so i've been watching that um and, uh, and, and basically, yeah, I mean, I don't, I, it doesn't make me, it do, I, I have to say I root for the Americans. I hear them getting booed in this, in the, are in we the getting stands. booed? Well, because it's, we're America and everyone hates us. And well, so we're, makes we're, sense. we're competing against, you know, teams like, I don't know. We were like up against like people like, who were crushing it on and the like governmental games. <laughs> yeah we got a gold and fucking subverting be like sorry guys uprising. not only are we crushing it in our imperialism but we are crushing it in the games suck on that <laughs> suck on that suck on i was watching that in qatar look at their arms are like boulders yeah fuck that's america they're so little and cute all right so um, pick one tall or short check out check yeah. out the check out the men's gymnastics on uh like a men's gymnastics uh instagram and they're all like shirtless and speedos on the copacabana beach speaking of spectacular feats on on uh, on the uh, one television in humboldt did you uh ever did you catch wind of the guy who was scaling trump tower in new york city no new york city what did that? What did he do? Well, I literally just heard it on the news, so bear with me because the story probably won't be complete. But he was okay. ginger. He was a ginger-haired boy. Well, you know what they're like. They're they have suction cups on their hands. No soul, so no care in the world on what they're doing. You know what right, I mean? Right, it's right. like <laughs> no if you ever want to hire, if you ever hire an assassin, you better make sure they're a fucking ginger. Yeah. Oh, have... speaking of assassins, too. Now we're very busy. Well, they, they, well, good because we have three minutes left. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, no, this this guy like uh, was scaling Trump Tower, and there's no, I don't know why yet, but he was like using suction cups going all the way up. Uh, the the tower, and then he got like pulled in by the twenty first floor, and I thought, wow, people. Maybe that's a that's a feat to get twenty one stories. 
That's terrifying to me on a variety of levels. One, mainly the height part of the whole thing. Imagine being crazy like that. I don't, I'm like, we're crazy and we're like cavalier with our, you know, health, but like, like to like, <laughs> to climb up a mat, a, 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 ta- a tower. I take a, I take a, I take a daily vitamin supplement every day to keep me alive. <laughs> Thank you very much. We're living and we're not doing anything crazy, like scaling Trump towers. Was he trying to kill him? I don't like know. Trump? He, he claimed that our, our, what word on the news was that he was a, 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 a Trump supporter. So who knows? You should check it out. You should like check out that story. If you're listening, he it, wanted to get near him. But but he those those cops jerked him the fuck right in that building. I was like, you know, you could drop him, but they they were sure to, they cuffed him before they yanked him in. It was well, they don't want to kill a guy. He's white. He's not black. But uh, hey, that's true. That's true. I was like, well, there's there's going to be a survivor right there. That yeah. man is going to survive this thing. Um, let's talk about Trump real quick. Uh, and the what what he said about uh, well, the Second Amendment may or may have not incited or encouraged um, people to assassinate Hillary Clinton because that's the only way at this point to stop her from uh, uh, taking your guns away. Yes, but and now so, he's saying now he's saying that what he meant was by power of the vote is what, what he said. Yeah, um, he said by power of the vote is that's what he said. And then afterwards he said that will be a horrible day. Well, see, that, no, see that's the thing. Like his, his, what he's coming out and saying now is that what I meant to say was they come out in, ma- in droves to vote and blah, blah, blah. I didn't say, no, I was like, no, bro. What you said was if the Second Amendment people have something to do about it, it would be a very sad day. Yeah. What does that mean? That means, so what? If that means you are saying someone should shoot her or the, the judges that she, uh, and, nominates. and that's, and that's after he's he's been saying, first of all, that whole convention thing about she's a crook, she's a crook, lock her up, lock her up. And then now all he's been going on and on about how all these elections, the election's going to be rigged, it's going to be invalid. And his like one of his like main uh, uh, spokespeople or, sp- or supporters was like, uh, uh, if she wins, it's going to be a bloodbath. And so, sure, maybe he didn't mean it that way. But you know who takes it that way? All of your fucking racist, crazy supporters. Absolutely. You're talking to a mass amount of people who do not get out of their house much. All right. They like live in front of Fox News and they're probably really disgruntled virgins. And you got to calm down, Trump. I know while you're watching the game show network, I'm usually watching the news. <laughs> you're and, not better um, than me. You're well, not better than me. And, and as a, no, it's all just a big game. It's all just a big game. Politics is just a big game. It's maybe the world's biggest game show hosted by the worst host in the world, uh, Chris Matthews. Um, but anyway, the, um, <laughs> the point was everyone's now talking about everyone's like super up super worried that this whole the election is rigged and talking about killing her he's pushing beyond this point of of no return where like the country could be just fucking ungovernable even if he loses like there's going to be 30 percent of this country because he's going to lose in the landslide there's going to be 30 percent of this country he doesn't believe shit yeah. 69 i was saying something like 69 percent of his supporters believe that if he loses that it was a rigged election and it's just like this makes this we're just fuck it doesn't fucking you know gay straight black white asian uh uh indian whatever your uh, uh nationality uh religion race creed if you're an american fucking we're in uh we need we need to we're in some trouble you you but we're doing great at the olympics we've got like that's right like 28 uh of the metal thingies that's right we got that next the necklaces gold plates girl those gold plates gold plates uh 
Casey Lai, when are you coming back to me so I can hold you? I'll be see you on Sunday, and then I'll be back next week, and then uh, gone in New York, but we'll Skype again, and then home forever. Okay, Maybe. fantastic. Uh, do you want anything to plug? Yeah, you can see me uh, this Saturday in the in Santa Cruz at, I believe it's called the Crow's Nest at 8 o'clock. And then the following Saturday, I will be in Omaha, Nebraska for the Maha Music Festival uh, opening for Grimes. Oh, jeez. You're not opening for Grimes. All right. Shut up. Give me up. my dreams. Give me my dreams. Shut up. Okay. Um, well, I, I'm i not doing any drag this week, so that's awesome. But Take you a break, are girl. next. Uh, but you got to catch me on August 20th. And I'll talk about it again. I think I have another show before that. But August 20th is going to be the one year, one month anniversary uh, of Lauren the Warren's Bitch at Akbar. And 13 months. 13 we actually months. have a hosted bar for two hours. Uh, by Absolute Elix. So, what? uh, yeah, from 9 to 11. And then from 9 and at 9.30, we're going to do like a cute learn the words variety show of favorites who have done the show throughout the year. And then when the dance floor happens, we're going to have surprise performances every half hour uh, on the dance floor. So That sounds so fun. It's going to be super fun, and it's going to be at Akbar on August 20th, and I'll talk more about it next week. Sorry, um, I'll be missing it opening for Grimes in Omaha. Okay, no one cares. God damn it. <laughs> All right. Well, until I think we did, we did well. We did well. I love you. Though. I love you. And until next week. Bye. Bye, audience.